Hello and welcome to the Big Planet Comics Podcast, episode 138, the most uh, comprehensive podcast in the world. The entire world. Challenge. <laughs> in the Challenge galaxy. Or the I'm not going to say the universe because I don't know. Probably the galaxy, right? Yeah. That's yeah. a fair bet. We're waiting for SETI to report back. On. <laughs> SETI report back. <laughs> with with uh, yeah, videos of Ronald Reagan and stuff. The SEPI, <laughs> extraterrestrial podcast intelligence. <laughs> so who are we? Uh, so I am Nick. I'm Kelly. I'm Jared. Yeah, and this is our show. Uh, so, what have you guys been up to lately? Anybody? Anything interesting? Jared, uh, went somewhere? Did you go somewhere? I went somewhere. I went to TCAF, the Ooh. Toronto Comics and Arts Festival, which was super amazing. I am still completely exhausted from it. <laughs> um, but I went there with uh, Big Plant and Retrofit Comics to sell all of our stuff that we published together. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> you guys are very excited about it. We um, are. But yeah, uh, it was really, really fun. Uh, Saturday was super busy. Uh, it might be the best show we've ever done. I honestly nice. haven't counted everything yet. That's awesome. Plus, there's weird exchange rates. <laughs> I have to calculate how much <laughs> we actually made in Canadian versus American. Uh, plus, I met a bunch of cool people. Mm. Uh, it was really fun. Do you eat any crepes? No. Did you eat any poutine? Cuisine? Oh, I ate some poutine. Nice. Yeah, that's the important thing. Not, not only did we eat poutine once, we went to a place that was... Uh, I think it was called Poutini's. Like an Italian guy <laughs> ran it. And Is that what Jawas say? Yeah. Th- did you make that joke? Someone else made that joke. Okay, it wasn't you. But yeah, we were very strange. Uh, but it was great. Uh, I had poutine with <coughs> bacon bits and maple syrup on it. Oh, boy. It was oh my God. Anything with bacon and maple syrup. Uh, you could also get it with like chunks of pulled pork. It was like, it was too much. Oh, man. Yeah, they're they're going that all out. That sounds delicious. Yeah, we ate a lot of food. It was really <laughs> good. Yeah, I saw most of the pictures I saw were of food. Correct. <laughs> all my updates to the Oh, also media. you went to like um like an arcade, right? With lots of pinball machines. Oh, yeah. So on the way up, uh, we got lost. And so we're driving through the small town of Bedford, Pennsylvania. And still lost within this town, we passed uh, Pinheads, or Pinhead, which is a place that takes old pinball machines and refurbishes them to sell to places. Yeah. But it's just like a big gar- old garage space. But if you go in while they're working on them, anything that they fixed, they say if you pay us 10 bucks, you can just play. And they put it all on free play. That's awesome. And there were like 60 pinball machines Ugh. from like the last 60 years Man, in there. Did, did you guys just like thing. stumble in there or did you know we in advance this totally was something you were looking for? We totally drove past <laughs> while we were lost on accident. That's awesome. Oh my God. We ne- wouldn't even been in this town. We're like, oh, we took the wrong turn. What that are you doing? Great and they were like, literally drove past it and turned around. Uh, and they had the prices for all the machines on there, so you could just buy it, and they'll ship it to anywhere within an hour for free. So how many hour? machines did you buy? I didn't buy any because we had no room. Oh. Yeah, the guy's like, you want to throw one in the trunk? And we're like, it's full of comic books. <laughs> <laughs> but I will gladly burn all these comics for a pinball machine. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, there are some that are like $800, which is expensive, cool. but not too bad. How much but, was Matahari? I can't remember. That one, I don't That's know if it had a price on it. Yeah, yeah, Nick has a pinball machine, and they had a copy of it, the Matahari game in there. I don't they think probably had one price. in much better condition than mine. No, it looked, it looked pretty close. It looked pretty close. There's some that had like the grooves worn in them from the balls being played for right. you know, 60 years or whatever. I think the highest price one was $8,000. Whoa. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What was that? <laughs> I think it was a new wrestling one. Oh, okay. Nah, but cool. it was amazing. Uh, I'll put lots of picks up. So. Cool. That's fun. Nick, cool. what are you doing? Uh, my car got towed. I don't know if I talked about that last Talk week. Talk about it again because the saga never ends with <laughs> you and your cars. <laughs> my car got towed. Somebody ran a red light and got into an accident. Yeah. But you are okay. I'm okay. Yeah, that's the important it's the thing. The fourth accident in like uh, Four years, five, five years. years. Man, uh, two of them I was parked. <laughs> <laughs> the other more, two, more importantly, you weren't even in the car. Yeah, the yeah. other two were both not my fault. Yeah. So yeah, good times. 
Um, but yeah, wait, wait. Uh, other than that, I've also been I was about to say, but very how's your sick. health? <laughs> uh, I, I had bronchitis. Uh, oh, that's the worst. It was great. Um, and I was working because Jared was a TCAS. Yay! <laughs> Get out of this death health zone. Uh, so I'm, uh, I'm taking the next two days off, though. I'll <laughs> hopefully be better. Uh, you probably, I think last week I was doing the podcast, I was coughing a lot. You are. That was probably the precursor to the bronchitis. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was fun. Um, that's, that's pretty much all I've been up to. Yeah. Working and coughing a lot. Yeah. How and about you, Kelly? Walking. Um, I, uh, Kevin has been, had been bullying me about watching iZombie. So I finally sat down and oh, watched so iZombie. Good. It is. It's so good. But Oops. I somehow, I missed recording the first two episodes. And so then Me. I was just like, oh, I'll watch it on On Demand. But the CW doesn't do On Demand. Oh, really? Yeah. And so I was like, oh, I'll watch it on Hulu. But I put it off so long that the first yeah. episode fell They're off of Hulu. Gone. So yeah, it, was Hulu like, has, like, it was like this quest to find the first episode of iZombie. Yeah, Hulu but I has So you did watch the first one? Or yeah, no, oh. I watched all of it in a day. Because I was curious, so. like, how it would be if you missed it. I'm always curious, like, if you don't Honestly, start on a show, how it does. Honestly, that, that, this show, the first episode is in the first what it's in the intro yeah. of every oh. every episode yeah the Mike Allred the drawing, Mike Allred drawing no, it yeah. tells the story of what happens in the yeah. first episode so honestly really i could cool. have skipped it yeah. but um, it's fantastic yeah my uh my fiance it. got into it i i tried to get her to watch it when it first came out i was like it's a show about the girls the zombies she's like i'm out <laughs> see i hate zombies Done. but it's basically veronica mars yeah, and but i she love also, veronica yeah, mars she also loves veronica mars and i told her that and she's like yeah. eh, i don't know and then one day she just like put it i was watching it and she's like this is great i need to watch this <laughs> she watched it all in one day too so. no That's i was awesome. getting every time kevin watched it he would start texting me and harassing oh me about it so fine the only problem is now i have to wait for us to watch it together <laughs> oh, oh yeah like, no i haven't watched the new one yet always <laughs> oh, a problem but it's great yeah it's very good um yeah stuff so yeah it's the stuff that we had been up to um got some news we have some news i think yeah all right It's just in. Agent Carter and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. have re- been renewed. Hooray! The important thing there is Agent Carter. Agent Carter, Agent Carter was the only one that was worried about. Yeah. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was like, yeah, it'll probably be renewed, but I, yeah, nobody had any idea about Agent Carter. Yeah. But um, it's so good. Yeah. Did you see, read the synopsis? Yeah, the she's season? going to Los Angeles. Going to, yeah, it's going to yeah. be like uh, 50s Hollywood. Oh, that'll be awesome. It'll be pretty interesting. Yeah. I'm hoping she follows Angie out there because I don't want to lose Angie from that cast. Oh, yeah, she probably will, I guess. I love no, that. I and love then, the two of them. And I don't know what's going to happen with Jarvis either. Ho- hopefully she's on a mission with... Um, oh, good point. The What's the guy with the bum leg? What's the guy with the bum <laughs> leg? <laughs> yeah. They're like love interest what? kind of guy. Oh, Dan- Daniel. Yeah. yeah. Daniel. Yeah. What's his face? Yeah. The yeah, guy from Dollhouse. Doll doll Dollhouse guy. The guy with the bum leg. Uh, he's but he's yeah. so good. I thought you were great. talking about someone from a comic. I'm like, which <laughs> bum leg guy? But he was <laughs> he was great in the first season, so I, I would like to see him come back. Yeah, yeah um, but somebody pointed out, um, what's his face? Dominic Cooper is going to be doing Preacher, so I don't know yeah. how much we're going to see of him I when they're filming. Be in it, yeah. I feel like his story kind of wrapped up in last Yeah, season. he was always listed as a guest star mm. anyways. Oh. I don't think they really wanted to commit to having him. He's a preacher, right? That cast. Uh, I think we talked about it before, but that Did cast we? is great. Yeah. I don't know who's on it. Tell me. <laughs> um, You're just excited any- about Rudy, right? I don't remember anybody's name. Yeah, Rudy. Yeah. <laughs> Rudy from Misfits is playing uh, oh, yeah. um, Cassidy. So yeah. that's cool. I know. I think we talked about it, but maybe not. Maybe we did. I forgot. Um, speaking of movies. Speaking of movies, Luke Passan is making a Valerian's movie. Are you excited, Oh, I, Jared? I just heard that today. Yes, I am. That's, yeah. uh, What's Valerian's, Jared? Valerian is a classic uh, French, maybe <laughs> Belgian, uh, sci-fi adventure comic from oof, 80s, 70s. Yeah. It's been around a long time. There's like 20 
plus. And I think the last Luke Besson movie I saw was uh, Lucy Adele. was the last one that he did. Oh, oh he did Lucy. He did Lucy. Lucy yeah, I Lucy. We did Adele Blank Sec right before oh, that. Oh, I still haven't. Did seen he that. do Adele Blank Sec? <laughs> yeah, oh, that yeah. movie is batshit. I love it. It's great. <laughs> I love it so much. It's very good. Uh, <laughs> if you haven't seen that, it's about really like a it. kind of is it Victorian? Yeah. Uh, it is in the comic. I can't remember. Nineteenth century. Yeah, it's basically like. I don't know. A lady Indiana Jones meets yes. the like hokiness of the mummy. Yeah, it's the... got a pterodactyl in it. Yes, stuff. it definitely it's does. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's very. It's good. on Netflix, or at least it was. Yeah. You should uh, definitely... So I'm excited about this one. I keep forgetting it's on Netflix. Right. Valerian's is really cool. Yeah, um, that's cool. <coughs> yeah, I mean, he seems to be doing the sci-fi thing these days, which. Yeah, going back to uh, he said he might do another Fifth Element movie too. Oh know. my god, that would I would lose my friggin' mind. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see some more Lilu. Yeah. Lilu. Uh, all right. So yeah, that's all the news. Those we are got the news we got. Week. But now news. we have some questions, right? Yes. Yeah. All uh, right. The first uh, question. Well, it's actually more of a comment. Is from Saf. Which uh, we didn't know how to pronounce uh, his, his name, last. Yeah. name last time. I didn't know if it was a man or a woman. Now um, we know. Thank you for letting us know. Well, that's because of this comment. He said, wanted to ask you guys, when you, when you do reviews on your podcast, could you repeat the name of the comic book at the end of the review? And uh, yeah, I tried to do that last time. I forgot a few times. Yeah. Well, but we should definitely, definitely do it. Thing. We'll do more shout outs to the audience. He said, it's like listening to music on the radio. I want to know the name of music that sounded awesome, but I did not catch the name at the beginning, which makes sense. Yeah. Um, um, and he says, my name is... Uh, sounds like the first part of Sapphire, and I am a guy. Cool. <laughs> Thank Saf. you, Thanks, Saf. Saf. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and if you are not driving or, uh, or whatever, when you, if you're near an internet when you're doing the podcast, listens, if you go to bigplanetcomics.com, all of our podcasts are listed up there with the names of all the things we oh, review amazing. and all the creator names. So if you're not sure how who someone is, hopefully we spelled everyone's name. Or right if you're in a there. car, just like bring it up on your phone <laughs> while you're driving. Don't do that. Don't do that. No, don't do that. Um, all right, so our Nick. next question is from uh, Delhi. Uh, it says, hey, BPC, I tried emailing this a while ago, but I didn't hear back, so I'm trying here. Kevin. Thank you, Thank you <laughs> I blame, for trying. I blame Kevin. I, blame Kevin. <laughs> I Kevin. was wondering if there is any magazine or publication that comes out with critical essays about comic books uh, consistently. Um, books like Web Spinning Heroics, Critical Essays on the History and Meaning of Spider-Man, and Batman Unauthorized Vigilantes, Jokes, and Heroes in Gotham City, have always really interested me. Those books both have long, really long titles. Oh, uh, that's that's scholarly stuff. <laughs> Thanks and looking forward to hearing your answer. So we had to do some research for this because we didn't know. Oh, I didn't do any research. The, well, Jared and I did we. some research on this. You're included uh, in the big plan Because we did not know the answer to this. And there really is only seems to be one well, the, there's journal. I mean, there's comics. The comics, comics journal has yeah. traditionally been the biggest U.S. one. They've and that's really, a great one. They've really fallen off in the last few years because they don't do a print version anymore. But if you just go to tcg.com. They haven't done one in like two years, three years. No, they had one like a year ago. Mm, no? I don't think so. They do one and they're like giants. Yeah, yeah the new ones they're doing are huge ones. <coughs> they used to be monthly back in the day when yeah, But now they do on one the every internet. like year or two and they're like yeah. massive tomes. Uh, but they still do a lot of updates on their website and that's kind of where kind of the more critical American-based uh, yeah. comics audience hangs out. But then there is also the International Journal of Comic Art, which is much more scholarly. If that's the sort of thing you're looking at, looking for, which kind of sounds like you yes, are, of course, yeah, um, like uh, much drier and that, more heavily researched. It is, I it think is literally <laughs> written by like doctorates. 
quant you know people are like i'm gonna write Can this you get a article doctor in comics some of these people i think do yeah, yeah probably but yeah uh, they're at ijoca.com <laughs> international journal of comic art.com we'll try and remember to put a, a link up on our website now that Sweet. we're talking about it yeah <laughs> uh but yeah their stuff uh they put out you can do a subscription and you get like a 200 page book of all the essays uh like every few months or you can just go on the website i think and download them there too so awesome I feel like that's something that we're going to see more of in the coming years. I actually, I have a friend who's writing her, her dissertation on like comics and fandom spaces. And yeah. I think that's something that more and more, as we move into the future, there's going to be discussion yeah, I'm on sure a scholarly level. there's a bunch level. of like scholarly blogs out there, but. Well, a lot of them aren't, kind of, aren't in English. Because it's. Ooh. The, yeah. Well, the, the American I, audience is Google way Translate. I guess that's, it's that's what I mean. We're going to see more of it yeah. in America. Because yeah, it's so, yeah. definitely. Very, a very different culture. Yeah. The Google Translate works it. so perfectly. No, it's true. You should use it. There's a lot of European uh, scholarly stuff and a lot in Japan, too. <laughs> It'll be very hard to read. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so that's all the questions. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at... Uh, what was our email? At podcast. Podcast at BigPlanetComics.com or you can uh, send us messages on Facebook yep. or Twitter uh, or, or Twitter at BigPlanetComics and... Uh, put it in the ask box on Tumblr. Yep. I will respond to you with an animated GIF. That is my promise. Nice. Like Dully did. You can also <laughs> just so. ask us in person. Yep. Yeah. Whatever it works for you. Yeah. If you see me in a bar, I'm drunk. Punch him in the face um, and then ask, ask him. Me, ask me a question. <laughs> I'll try to write it down and try to decipher it the next day. Yeah, yeah, pin a note to his shirt so when he wakes up in the morning, he'll remember it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that guy. Because <laughs> I will also be drunk when I'm reading it. <laughs> so I want to read those questions. We make um, really healthy choices, guys. <laughs> we do. Uh, yeah, so next up, we got some reviews, and uh, it's pretty exciting stuff. Yeah, that's what you guys come here to hear, right? <laughs> yeah. Let's do this. In theory. <laughs> We love comics, they're swell, except when they're written by Scott Lobdell. I prefer important books like Louis Riel. It's time for reviews. All right, first up we have Arcadia Number 1 by Alex Pacnadel and Eric Scott Pfeiffer. Uh, Jared, what did you think of this this book? All right, so this <laughs> is, there's a lot of, this is, who is published? This is Boom? It's boom. I don't know. It's Boom. Um... There's a lot of books coming out that are kind of very light entertainment where you just read it and you enjoy it. And there are some that are super complicated but are still enjoyable. This one is super complicated so much so that you kind of read it a few times. Yeah, it's a little uh, There's a, a lot dense. of stories going on. Uh, but the main, it, it's a sci-fi story and it's got a lot, it's got some very big ideas in it, uh, which I like quite a bit. I'm not sure if this comic won me over as much because it is one where you have to work at so much. Yeah, it's interesting. It's kind of like uh, the easiest way I would describe it is the Matrix. If people did, chose to go into the Matrix, it's like if there was a Matrix and still people in the real world who knew about the Matrix. It's uh, basically a huge plague happens and almost everyone on the entire planet dies except for like a hundred thousand people. And the few people who are dying uh, as the plague was wrapping up. Uh, got downloaded into a virtual reality. So, like, there are billions of people in a virtual reality. But they have right. died. Yes. Right. Yeah. So they all died. So their uh, consciousness is inside yes. of this um, matrix, if you will. So the few people on the outside can still interact with them, but they try not to because it's such a weird disconnect. Like, these people have really died, but yeah. you could talk to your dead parents or your dead brother. Um, the twist that came out is that they're trying to get all the super smart scientists who died in this new Arcadia, is the name of the virtual reality, to keep working on a cure for the plague because the plague is still out there and still a dire threat to the rest of humanity. Right. So I thought those ideas were awesome. Uh, we have some really good mixtures of like 
the president of the United States goes into the virtual reality because she's the new president to try to meet with all the scientists and stuff. So I thought there was some really cool stuff of like how would how would a political system interact with a virtual reality where they can make whatever happens and they're trying to mess with her as well and um but there's yeah. like the a different like race of beings that's in the virtual reality that... right so there's a lot of like co- that's is it's like the matrix but super weird so there's much less <laughs> like people of, can of kind of reality. almost yeah like rewrite their code so like one of the characters in it is basically like a superhuman yep she can't be killed she can jump really I don't think any of them and... can be killed we're well, I guess sure. none of them can we be don't killed, know. Yeah, we don't know. You, yeah, you don't run. Yeah, I guess. But there's a lot of the fantastic elements that have been coded into the virtual reality, so you're not sure, is this something going wrong? Is this someone else recoding something? So there's a lot of big sci-fi ideas in this. Um, I'm not sure. Like I said, it's super complicated, so if you read it a couple of times, I think you get even more out of it, because like, a lot of that premise was slowly spread out over the first issue, which I thought was good, but it does follow a lot of characters. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not sure I really got hooked on all of them yet, um, I think the one guy on the outside who's talking to his daughter who died on the inside, right. the reality, which or the virtual reality, I think is a pretty good hook. Uh, and there's definitely weird stuff happening. There's there's a lot of plot lines that I think you'll have to see in issue two <coughs> where they're going. Yeah, there's possibly so, some kind of weird alien people. Yeah. yeah. So that's the thing. There's just so many weird elements that were not anchored enough in the reality yet to get everything. <laughs> as to, we know where it's going. But I found it intriguing. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. I'll definitely try to read the second one and see if... I get more into it. I wasn't super into it, but I I definitely liked a lot of the ideas. And I thought yeah, that's what I think was the best part of it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next up, that was by the way. Oh yes, Arcadia number one. Uh, next up, we have Exquisite Corpse by Penelope Bagu. Sounds right. Ba- Bagu, yeah, Bagu. Um, so this is yeah. a book published by this First Second, um, and I I love this. It is about a woman who works as like a uh, product rep. Sort of person, yeah, she basically stands yeah. next to cars, she's kind and, of like a model pretty. who's like you she's see a like booth car babe. shows, yeah, and, sort of, yeah. um, for different things, and that's exactly and what her, booze babes do. <laughs> and do they go to different things. She is, uh, does, I mean, doesn't really like her life. That's all she does. She's got yeah. this crummy boyfriend, <laughs> and boyfriend who, who cracked me. Up oh my so god, much. who has who has no job, yeah. and she complains about him all the time, and her. Her all of her coworkers are like, you know, you know, we're all doing this to pay for like college, and right. you're just doing this. Yeah. So she's really just not like in her life, and she comes into the eyeline of this reclusive author who's like up, you know, up in his apartment, and she just decides to knock on his door to ask to use, use the restroom. Yeah. And so their their lives sort of get intertwined, and um, you find out more about him and i don't want to tell you yeah. more because well, that's yeah a big development but the, the main thing is twist. that he's been unable to write for a very long time yes and meeting her like, changes everything yeah you realize that he almost never goes out so it's like a spark of youth and yes. the outside world and it kind of inspires him and she again. kind of finally feels somebody who kind of pays attention to her and yeah. gives her yeah. nice things treats her like a princess so this this um this book kind of grew on me because at first yeah. it felt like, and I, I mean, this was absolutely deliberate. It felt like she was sort of playing this role of like the manic pixie dream girl to yeah. this guy. Yep. And I was like, oh, good, this again. Um, but you really, you got to keep going because yeah, it, like, it um, turns that whole thing on its ear yeah, in a about really through, satisfying she meets, way. She meets the uh, the author's ex-wife. Who's, who's his editor. Who's his editor and their relationship starts off kind of, uh, antagonistic and then it develops into something very different um, and there's a lot of cu- cool like twists and turns along the way and I would say the art is b- very good it's very um, kind of like oh, I don't even know how to explain it 
like very simple. It is. Um, there, she doesn't use. She doesn't have very complicated background. She doesn't use any more detail than she absolutely needs. It's yeah. very fluid. Um, it's very French. There's yeah. lots of like sitting around <laughs> naked. <laughs> yeah, and it's like the colors are beautiful. Yeah, yeah. it's very cartoony people. It's kind of in the Dupuis and Barbarian. Like, I mean, a, a lot of French comics are in this style. The kind of big, exaggerated, cartoony faces with realistic backgrounds. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So it's just it's it's really fantastic. It was one of the books that got discussed a lot in the the Valkyries oh, yeah. fan group, and oh, we really? all That's yeah, true. it was somebody chimed in and said I really like this, and we all sort of piled on and we're like, yes, we all really liked this. Awesome. So really yeah, good. yeah, it got our seal of approval. For oh, the and most it's part. such a great twist at the end. Too. Yes, um, so many twists. It's along so the way. satisfying. <laughs> it's yes. very satisfying. So satisfying. Developed so well. So yeah, Exquisite Corpse, Penelope Bego, um, or Begu, definitely pick it up. Definitely, it's awesome. Super super awesome. Uh, next up, we have Frontier, number seven, Sex Coven, which is by Jillian Tamaki. So this uh, was the Frontier issue that I have been highly anticipating because... <laughs> Besides oh. Emily Carroll? Was yeah. That the, wasn't that the last one? No. no well, Sam Alden was... Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I mean, there have been some really good ones, but no, no I mean, I just... Yeah, Jillian Tamaki doesn't really do, like... A lot Short of things, like she'll much, do like yeah. a thing here and there. Right. So whenever, yeah, she pop, she pops up, it's very exciting. So this, I mean, I guess the only thing that's written by her that I read is the Super Mutant Magic Academy. So I wasn't really sure what to right. expect because mostly you see <laughs> her doing illustrating stuff written this by someone very else. Different. It is so good. <laughs> so this is about um, an audio file that is uploaded to a file sharing. Um, in like 96. In like 96, yeah. And it gets spread around and it's one of those things where it's you know it's the late 90s so it's a very word of mouth sort of thing right and it's this just what's like six hours long it's like yeah. a droning six hours sound and not really music and people discover that basically they they kind of get high off yeah. of it like you've got these people who will just like put put on their headphones and go wandering into the in the woods yeah a lot of people this. die because they're yeah. like, li- like listening to it and, and they're walking in front of cars yeah <laughs> <laughs> But so the way she tells the story and it basically traces it, it traces um, sort of the cultural impact of this one thing and right. the cult that grows up around it. And the, the thing that I really, really love about this is the way it's told. It's almost this sort of found footage type of way where right. you're getting bits and pieces of interviews that people are doing. And I love that. I just as a storytelling device, that is one of my absolute favorite things. Um, so, yeah, this is just it's. It's fantastic. It feels like a full, complete story, even though it's this one little bitty issue. The yeah. the art is, it goes without saying, absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. This is the first thing since... Uh, this one summer. This one summer, right? Yep. Yeah. Except, well, I guess the she she did 40, 40 new pages of Super oh, really? Oh, really? Academy. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Um, which, did we review that last week? Because it's great. No, we didn't. We yeah. should do that. Didn't we? I don't know. I thought we did, but maybe we didn't. Oh, well. <laughs> we'll you should read that. it. Yeah. yeah. But yes... Yeah, so, um, the mu- the colors in here are very muted. It's just it's it's yeah. It's all blue, blue, black blue and, and white, blue, and black and white. That yeah. is it. <coughs> but yeah, very beautiful, very interesting story and interesting concept. And yeah, it goes to some cool places. And I just wanted to note that the uh, the guy who's interviewing the woman at the end of the book, I thought it was it looked a lot like Andy. <laughs> <laughs> oh really? Oh yeah, it does. <laughs> nice. Hey. Uh, Andy, who worked at our Big Planet Comics Vienna store, and uh, does a lot of comics. Did, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Home is where the gnome is. <laughs> uh, yeah. And he kind of sounds like a little bit like Andy. But yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I was like, maybe she met Andy. Uh, 
Um, if, and if you are interested, they used and declined the publisher of the Frontier series and of this one. Um, they actually put out a Sex Coven t-shirt, which you oh, can right. see in one of the panels, and it's great. I immediately bought it. <laughs> I love this so much. All right. Uh, that is Frontier number seven, Sex Coven. Um, next up, we have Secret Wars number one by Jonathan Hickman and Esad Ribic. Ribic? Ribic? I'm going to go with Ribic. Um, yeah, so... Secret Wars number one is kind of the huge Marvel summer event. Um, it's the culmination of Jonathan Hickman's Marvel opus from Fantastic Four to FF to no, Avengers and New Avengers most recently. Um, I think opus is a good word for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's very huge. Yes. Uh, and this issue is pretty epic in its scope. Um I don't know how spoiler we do want to go in this issue. Try not to. I mean, you can set the main concept for it without basically the, the Marvel Universe and Ultimate Universe. Yeah, we are colliding. Yes, yeah. and they're both about to be obliterated, um, and so they're kind of both fighting each other to survive. Um, and so most of it's like this huge battle, um, uh, like the Ultimate Universe to send helicarriers to blow up, you know, this New York and. All the superheroes are going into the Ultimate Universe and destroying their New York. Um, but at the same time, in the background, there's kind of these other things going on where the uh, Mr. Fantastic of both universes are kind of creating these life rafts to save everybody, whoever they can, because they, they feel that this destruction is just unavoidable and that the whole universe is going to be obliterated. And the Illuminati <coughs> are about... Oh, uh, what's the, yeah, the Illuminati yeah, there? They're, yeah, they're around. They're and around. There's, there's a lot of supervillains who are not happy about this as well. Oh, there's a great there's, scene in a bar with oh, uh, yeah. the Punisher and a bunch of supervillains. Yes, that's true. Um, but yeah. Uh, I find it interesting that we've had <coughs> very little knowledge about what Secret Wars was even going to be. Marvel's right. been incredibly secretive about it. Yeah, all and it's basically, it's basically accomplishing the same thing Convergence is attempting bit, to yeah. accomplish and which is really kind of well. cool to yeah. to be reading the two of them at the same time and yeah. see how these two you know the two major publishers right. with their various universes are choosing how they are choosing to accomplish what amounts to the same right. thing <laughs> i will say i will say that the only big difference between the two is that this one is good yes this is um it's yeah. very dense it's very dense um, this issue is pretty huge like 40 pages or yeah, so Yeah, this one is kind of non-stop action and very kind of big level idea stuff and the craziest like, thing is like this is pretty much just the epilogue to the rest right of the but series. like i mean the epilogue the uh well it's the epilogue prologue. to his time runs out story right. and also the prologue to the rest of secret wars but i mean it's like the big concept stuff is like you have to know that there's two universes and that this person is from this universe and yeah. it's this is super marvel intense yeah like, but like you but, can i feel like you can read it without knowing too much i yeah Ugh. i will say i didn't i i did fine i didn't yeah. read um, I picked up, you know, occasional issues of the new Avengers and Avengers stuff, but I didn't read all they, of it by they any spell means. It out pretty right. easily, and I like, did pretty okay. Yeah, they tell you like all the universes are destroyed right. and these are the last two. Um and that's basically what the series was built at, but that's mostly just the first issue, I think. Yeah. Yeah, um, for sure. But yeah, we'll see what happens after. Um that's Secret Wars number one. Yeah. Definitely check it out. It's very good, super epic. Um and next up we have Swords of Sorrow number one by Gail Simone and Sergio Davila. Davila? Sure. <laughs> I'll say. Yeah. Um, we don't know how to pronounce any names. <laughs> so if you today. don't know, yeah. That's our research. So you, no know if, you don't know if, what this is. It is basically all of the female characters that Dynamite owns. Um, or is licensed. <laughs> or is licensed, yeah. Um, meeting up to fight for something? I'm not quite sure. So basically, it's basically like Convergence and Secret Wars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a lot like that. <laughs> 
there's a woman um uh, outside of time who's fighting some battle battle against this other prince who hates women yeah um he wants to kill <laughs> all of them um and so uh the woman who opposes him is forming her own army of kind of uh warrior women and giving them all these swords these ebony blades swords to, of sorrow swords of sorrow oh. <laughs> to fight this bad guy um so yeah we have uh there's not really a main character in this so it's kind of slipped this evenly is, between everybody this is very much a team there's up red of sonia everyone. um we got kato we had uh lady zorro lady zorro uh who else is in this vampirella, is she vampirella in there? shows up um Deja Thoris, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Princess of Mars. Who else is in I wonder what Edgar Rice Burroughs would think of this. <laughs> I mean, he's he's just, like, I'm happening. just curious. <laughs> uh, he had a lot of crossovers in his comics. Who is this <laughs> Jennifer? Book, so. Oh, yeah, he did. He, he would true. probably love it. He would yeah, think Tarzan it's ridiculous. and, it's and John Carter met up, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Lady Greystoke is in this, right? Like, Tarzan meets a dude who lives at the center of the earth, which was another series of... Yeah, he'd, he'd, he'd be into it. Awesome. So, yeah, so um, that's basically all that happens. Yeah. Um, she starts collecting these women to fight, um, and it's sort of... All the universes seem to be kind of melding. So, um, yeah, so super setup yeah. issue. Um, but there's a lot of people in this book. <laughs> yeah, it's got every female hero uh, under the dynamite sun. I will yep. say, I know very little to nothing about any of these characters, and I had a lot of trouble following it. So, it yeah. is something that you oh, really? do need. Oh, yeah, you do like need to have most of them. some no, prior I, I didn't knowledge. Know all of them. Yeah. Like, I knew who Deja Thoris is, I know, I know who Red Sonia is, but I don't know anything about her. Yep. So, it's just sort of. Yeah, and I knew Mina. Mina it's Harker. not it a Mina good. Harker? Yeah, it's not a. You know, it's not like a a thing you can jump in on necessarily unless you're prepared to yeah. do some Wikipedia research. Well, if you don't know who Lady Greystoke is, <laughs> um, Tarzan's wife. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> or something. One um, cool thing about this though is um, this was uh, the Valkyries, which is the oh, yeah. group of women who work in comic book stores that I am a part of. Um, it is, we now have over 400 members. It's really, Whoa. really exciting internationally. So we have started doing variant covers specifically for stores in which Valkyries work. And this is the first one that we've done. Yeah. Um, the cover, the variant is, it was drawn by Kate Leth, who started the Valkyries. The color w were done by our very own Paulina Ganacho, who is <laughs> the artist of the upcoming Zodiac Star Force. Um, it's great. It's gorgeous. And as we our U Street and Vienna stores are our two stores with Valkyrie working in them, so we have we have variants, um, limited number. Yeah. Super rare. We may have some Valkyries at College Park soon. Okay. Oh yeah, that would be awesome. Chris, Kristen will be working here and there, possibly. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Well, that's we'll great, and there are going to be more Valkyrie covers to come. Variant. So awesome. var Sweet. variants, or in, in some case, I think it may be the only cover that we're ordering on some things. Are, <laughs> are they all secret? I think right now they're still secret. Oh, oh, all right. There's one big one um, that'll be in the fall. All right, all right. We'll I'm definitely excited. talk about it. Is it for a Marvel book? It is not for a Marvel. A Marvel book. number one. <laughs> that <laughs> no, would be that nobody, something. <laughs> nobody knows exists. That um, would be something. That would be something. Would be oh huge. my gosh, uh, we would lose our minds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So, um, what Swords, else we got? Swords of Sorrow. That was Swords, that was Swords of, Sorrow, of Sorrow, number one. Uh, next up, we have Wonder Woman 77 Special Number 1, which I think there's probably only one of these specials, right? <laughs> it's, it's, so far. It's a collection of, what, three different stories that ran digitally, and yes. so they just collected it into a one-shot. It's a little bit like a, a small trade. Yeah, because they've done this with the Batman 66 and, uh, what was it, The Adventures of Superman, 
maybe one other one where they ran as digital comics uh, and then they've collected them as a print version later. Oh, they're doing that with the like Arkham stuff. That's it, yeah. The, the Batman, Arkham, Batman Arkham, yeah. Uh, a miniseries. Uh, so this one was written by Mark Andreco with art, but most of the chapters had different artists. Um, so we had Drew Johnson, Matt Haley, Richard Ortiz, and Jason Bedauer, and maybe I missed one or two. Uh, but yeah, so this is based on the TV show, Linda Carter version, which ran what in the show? 70s. Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. <laughs> oh, Wonder Woman. The Linda Carter Wonder Woman. Uh, so yeah, so this is very seventies out. Uh, the first one, they have to go undercover at uh, Studio Fifty Two, uh, and fight a disco villainess, uh, who looks very much like Dazzler. From Silver X-Men Swan Comics. and the Starlings. Yep. Uh, and it's then pretty great. Yeah. The There's sec- lots of like. Diana Prince ducking out of rooms and turning into Wonder Woman and then appearing and nobody puts two and two together. Classy. Yeah. Sma- smashes a disco ball. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's pretty amazing. And she has to go undercover in the most amazing disco outfit. So yeah, I guess the basic gist is if you like the show and you want some more stories kind of in that world of Wonder Woman, um, you, you get them here. Yeah, the, the second one, I kind of like the second story in here more uh, where uh, Wonder Woman... Uh, wakes up and has no memory and realizes there's a new Wonder Woman and she can no longer turn into Wonder Woman and she's stuck as Diana Prince. And so she's worried that she's going crazy, which I thought was pretty intense and trippy. So I haven't watched enough of the Wonder Woman show to know this, but do some of these, do any of these like villains show up? I I don't don't remember. remember. I remember like the villains just being kind of like dudes. Like like gangsters or tough guys. Because this one has like Cheetah is is her name and like very uh, superhero version villains. Yeah. Don't know. I don't remember enough to show either. I don't remember the show, either. but I do remember. Let us know, listeners. I do remember that my cousin was super into Wonder Woman. Uh, he lived down the street from Linda Carter. He would leave her messages in over here in mailbox. Oh, that's super. Hey, hard. do you want to know something cool? He was a little kid. <laughs> I uh, used to work with the guy who was a personal trainer for Linda Carter. <laughs> nice. Linda oh, really? Carter's personal. Yeah, she lives in like, the area. N- like now, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. She lives around here. <laughs> she was in the area, and um, there was a picture of her at a Caps game, which was pretty amazing. Also, my cousin grew up to have. Uh, well, he told me not to tell anybody this, but so what? you're gonna put he's, it on yeah. a podcast? He's, he's not gonna listen to this, and nobody I know oh that God. he knows him is gonna listen. To this. <laughs> I bet you're wrong. He has his own custom-made Wonder Woman costume. It's pretty sweet. That is <laughs> not something to be ashamed of. That no. is something to awesome. be proud of. It's incredible. Uh, it's wow. I've seen him in it, in it and it's amazing. <laughs> well, good go. for but him. Yeah. Uh, I think if you met Lynn, I'm probably gonna get this for him because he would probably yeah like he'd. It. Love it. Um, yeah. Yeah, they have some good stuff in the back about the series. They have a nice little article by, by Andy Mangels. I would say Linda um, Carter's still hot. Oh, yeah. She's great. Even though she's probably well into her 60s, 70s at this point. what she looks like since she they stopped like doing the, the like. Show. She still looks she's the same. Well, she used to be in those contact lens commercials yeah. about <laughs> right. baby blues. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's like I grew up with those. Before I knew she was Wonder Woman, I knew she was contact lens She lady. still looks about the same. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My only complaint on this is the problem with anything where you're trying to mimic the look of a, a real person. There's some scenes in this where it's a little off on the it's art. a little uncanny valley. Yeah. Or it just, <laughs> I don't think it's done as well. Like it doesn't look like her or not. Well, it looks like the first um, story, they're not really trying too hard to make her look right, like Right. That's the thing. Either you go one way or the other. So that one's okay. So. But then, yeah, there's like ones where like they try to make her look exactly yeah, like. Yeah. Especially because they switch artists a lot. Yeah. Uh, chapter to chapter. So it doesn't transition as well in some. But like Nick said, if you like the Wonder Woman TV show, this is a must buy. No? Yeah, that was Wonder Woman 77 special. And that was special number one. <laughs> almost all of our podcasts. We're going to do a little bit of a spoiler section, yeah. right? Yeah. If you haven't seen Avengers Age of Ultron or you have seen it and you don't want to hear us talk about it, turn <laughs> off the podcast us. now. But well, if you've seen it, you definitely want to hear us talk about it. Yeah, we're gonna, right. We're going to do some real talk here. We didn't talk about sure. it at all yet. No, I we've been so. waiting. 
All right. Kelly wasn't here last week. So yeah. Uh, how many times have you guys seen it? Once. Once. I, 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 I want to see it again. Twice. <coughs> for Nick. Uh, but uh, I will say I actually liked it more the second time. What? I liked what it a lot the, the first time. I think the thing of the second time is... The thing is with the movie, there's a lot of things going on. Yes. yes. Lots and lots of things. Uh, and the second movie, it was a little easier to kind of parse through that and figure out what was going on. Not like I it was never confused. But or you anything, knew what but to look for. Yeah. And, and I knew important yeah, bits it was easier coming. to focus on stuff and kind of be ready for it. Because when you're watching it, it kind of like jumps from here to there. Like, yeah. That's one of the only problems I think I have with it. Just a little bit of like, hey, here's Thor doing this thing. Here's this person doing that. Like, here's a guy from Black Panther. There's yeah. a lot of characters. A lot of setting like, up like future movies. <laughs> I feel like for considering all of the characters and all of the storylines that were ended as well as the storylines that began, yeah. like all of those balls that this movie had in the air. And no. I, I don't feel like they dropped anything. Like, no. it was, it wasn't as, it wasn't nearly as like tight and clean as the Avengers was, but right. the Avengers was such a, a, a a self-contained story, and right. this was so much. This has like than there's that. so much going on in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that they right. have to it touch is. upon. So I was really, really impressed yeah. by by how by how well they dealt with all the storylines and all of those threads, and how as as a movie as long as it was, which wasn't super long, right. no. but it was longer than the <laughs> Avengers was. Um, I I mean I never. I never looked away from the screen. I was never aware of the passage of no, time. No, it's pretty action packed. It's like nonstop things going on the whole time. Yeah, I mean, even time the where they even chop the some wood. Yeah, even <laughs> the lower the farm time stuff. Was, even that stuff is great. Was great. Well, that, yeah, honestly, that was my favorite part. I feel like there was too much action in this, um, especially like all the big action scenes were so quick cuts. That's true. Because yeah. they had to show so many things. <coughs> There's that, a lot of things. Um, I feel like the way they shot the action wasn't very good, except for the very at the very end, when they're uh, defending the mm. time bomb or whatever, I can't remember what the what? the drill, the drill. Thank you. Like, the, the are you giz- talking about the scene where Steve Rogers does a little like axle spinning in the air yes. over an Ultron robot? Uh, but there's a scene where they pan in slow motion across the entire team, and you get to see everyone doing something. Yeah. And there's even in in quick motion, there's no long shots. It's all quick, like one second cuts. It's a little and less just like, jarring the second time. Yeah, but even so, it's like, especially like when you look at like martial arts type movies that the Asians do, where you have trained actors who know how to fight. The Asians. Yeah. <laughs> the Asians. Like, you, yeah. An Asian all the different ones. The Thai ones. The Asian cast. Uh, can, Japanese ones. The they, Chinese ones. Yeah. They all know how to do martial arts or they have been trained enough in action stuff that they can do a long Yeah, I mean, this is no cut. raid. Exactly. <laughs> um, so for me, I don't know. <clears throat> that stuff was kind of like, there was no real weight to it. Yeah. And so I was kind of disappointed by that. Plus, I, I like to, weird... and that the, the thing know. that kept it great is that there's always like, there's tons of hilarious banter and, um, just like right. but that's really my cool. Point too, like, is like there's all this good banter, and yet you lose it because we're gonna have a scene where fighting, 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 run, 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 fight, 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 and then it, yeah. I don't know. There's I some... that didn't bother me nearly as much. The stuff with Vision, with him and like handing him the hammer, was pretty yeah, great. which was yeah. great. Uh, which was banter and like character the, setup. The and Vision then... himself was pretty amazing. I was I so mad at myself because they, when they announced that Paul Bettany was going to play the Vision, I was like, that is such a weird choice because yep. Paul Bettany yep. already exists in this universe and he's such a s- distinctive voice. And I never, it never <laughs> occurred to me, never occurred to me that they, really? that the reason they did nice. this was that it was going to be like this. Yeah, like I had this That's moment in the theater thought. that was like, I am an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I was instantly like, I guess Jarvis is all going to be a Vision. But I mean, I thought <laughs> that was so cool the way that they, you know, because Hank Pym doesn't doesn't 
occupy the space that right. uh, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that he does in the yeah. comics universe, the way that they sort of shifted everything over to Tony Stark. Right. And so necessarily right. the characters themselves, so Vision and Ultron, shifted as well, but it worked. Yeah, and I like sure. the, I like yeah, the, the I think the most surprising thing to me was that Ultron was basically like evil Tony Stark. So mm-hmm. like he had the funny kind of right snarky yeah. attitude, which I did not expect. I expected Ultron to be more like robotic like, or die humans yeah. like yeah. and i was like whenever he's you know he was like hey guys guys come on like i was yeah. like just cry and james spader's voice just yeah. makes it amazing. a good choice <laughs> yes um the one yeah. thing that bugged me um is that this i mean this m- movie introduced a bunch of new female characters which is great yeah. um and it w- i mean named female characters which is always a big thing mm-hmm. in movies but they never talked to each other like almost oh, really? never were these were these two people yeah, even they if were they were in the, in the same, same room yeah. they didn't converse with each other which mm. is like yeah come on <laughs> give me give me some of that like you got uh, Natasha talking to Laura um right. Clint's wife a little bit but but yeah there wasn't anything like any real interaction between Helen Cho right. and other people I guess because Scarlet Witch is kind of not part of the team for a long time yeah but that's one thing <laughs> but then there's not yeah there's not really a black widow scarlet witch scene yeah but there's an amazing scarlet witch hawkeye scene in that scene yes i loved that that was very good and i've seen that criticized as, as him like talking down to her and oh, like no really? that's amazing yeah. yeah that's a great scene because he, yeah, he considering gives her the, f- the power to make her own make decision her own decisions, after yeah. that's the thing that had like been <laughs> taken away from her she's like stop whining and just do it yeah and she's like all right no, no, but I, awesome. yeah, she was the best, I think, in it. Um, this definitely of like the new characters. Um, Scarlet Witch was very good, and she had a good story arc. Um, and she she was very well acted. Um, yeah, Elizabeth Olsen is yep, she's a good. good actress, and I'm glad she's in uh, Civil War. There you go, along with Ant Man, <laughs> which is pretty <laughs> crazy. Too. Yeah. I don't know what to think about that. And Black Panther, that, everybody. That I will say, there was it was fun seeing this. I saw it on Friday, the Friday it opened, and anytime they mentioned like. When they mentioned Wakanda, like everybody, like yeah, buzzed. <laughs> the yeah. whole theater buzzed. Oh but, God, uh, Andy Circus as uh, oh my god, Claw, Claw was Claw, amazing. Oh, it was really god. good. The South African accent, he's totally unrecognizable. I was like, what? That and he lost great. his arm, and I was like, oh, he's gonna get the claw. Arm. <laughs> yeah, I got uh, the claw. But yeah, they, they did uh, a really well, good also, job with including like tertiary characters yeah. and people well, showing up. It was basically the orgi- origin story for Claw there too, because mm-hmm. he lo- not only did he lose his arm, but he also got billions of dollars from Ultron. It's true. Oh, so now Ooh. he can make himself whatever, and so oh, nicely done. sets him up for for Black Panther. Which yeah, is they've already said there's going to be a much longer Whedon approved cut, and I feel like that will solve a lot of my problems. I mean, the fact yeah, that there's a lot of stuff that just felt too squished. Yeah. The fact that Loki was in the movie, like Tom Hiddleston filmed a scene yeah. and yeah. it didn't make there's the There's just cut. so many yeah. things happening that they had to kind That's of... Yeah. Which almost makes me think like they 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 did it and released that information just so people would buy the DVD. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yeah, I think overall we m- mostly all liked it. Yeah. Jared liked, I liked it, it even I was though he had some problems with, with parts of it a lot. Yeah. I... Yeah, I didn't have problems. I love I love it when you get like action movie characters sitting around and like mm. having breakfast. I love that domestic yeah. stuff and it had some of that great domestic stuff. Yeah, yeah but which... see I wanted more of that. Like with uh like Natasha and uh Bruce. I wanted more of that storyline. Oh, I thought yeah. that was the best part and I'm like no, yeah. I, like I mean, the, yeah, the main problem is that there's just so many characters. That's my problem. It's like this so movie, many things going on. It, it's it's too unwieldy. But it's kind so. of like yeah, it's kind of also has the problem of kind of being the one time where all these characters meet right and then they kind yes. of go into their own movies yeah i thought it you know it left off 
in a really cool place introducing the new Avengers. Yeah, the new team I'm was a good a much decision. more excited about Civil War. Yeah. yeah. I think. Yeah. I somebody apparently we didn't I've heard this I don't know how true it is but apparently we didn't initially wanted to include in that last shot of the the new Avenger team um, wanted to include both Captain Marvel and yep. Spider-Man, yep. but they didn't have the rights soon enough. Yeah, right. But that would have been... Can you imagine? And they haven't cast yeah. Captain Marvel people, yet. People no, they haven't. But honestly, you didn't have to. Just Same thing a, with a Spider-Man. Blonde, All you need... Yeah, you just have cool the costume. Costume. All you yeah. need is somebody sort of in, in the, the background. Yeah. But have, oh, yeah, they'd have to have designed the costume too, which... No, I wouldn't, but, no, I wouldn't just, want them to rush that. All you have to that. do is like someone flip up and land on the ceiling upside down. People would lose their. You know, no, yeah, the, the Spider Man would be easy, but you know? I feel for Captain Marvel, they still probably that's have to, true. Have to like design the costume because I don't want them to like kind of half-ass it and be like, "We got to do this costume real quick." No, Spider Man, you already know what he looks like. So yeah, but the like, costume you could just have, you know, the cool flight suit, you know, the cool haircut, and she flies <laughs> and lands. But what if the director for that movie doesn't want that costume? Yeah, so yeah who might like, be? You know, did you guys see that? It might be. Oh right, Ava Duvernay. Or she might be doing Black Panther. Yeah, one or the other. She directed Selma. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Well, they're also at some point saying Angelina Jolie, so. We'll I see. don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> we'll see. She yeah. has directed movies, but. <laughs> <laughs> so? I think some of them are okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. I haven't seen too many of them. But yeah. I would be more excited about, like, <laughs> Drew Barrymore, who directed um, Whip It. <laughs> Whip It. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> Which is great. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, we'll see. Uh, what's the next movie? Ant-Man. The next movie is Ant-Man. Ant-Man. And then yeah. Civil War. And then Civil War. That's some exciting stuff. And then what's yeah. after Civil War? I think it's Thor Ragnarok. Is it? Oh, wow. Not Black Panther? Maybe it's Black <coughs> Panther. Or Spider-Man? So no, many. wait. Isn't Doctor Strange before any of oh, those? Oh, Doctor Strange might be... I think Doctor Strange might be after Civil War. So many. Yeah, that might be the next two. I Civil think so. War and Strange. Doctor Strange, yeah. Right so now, they're sort of... They're they're going back and forth on like a movie I'm excited about and a movie I don't care about. Yeah. <laughs> Which one's the one you don't care about? I don't care about Ant-Man. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm I don't care about Ant-Man. Man. I don't particularly care about Doctor I'm Strange. I'm not sure if Ant-Man will be good, but I'm, I'm definitely excited about it. I don't know. We'll well, I, I heard that... I heard that uh, Peggy Carter is in Ant Man. No. Yeah. Well, because which makes I, me want to see it. It'll for have that like fifties Ant Man, like well, I guess Michael Douglas. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Which will be fun. So yeah, I would literally pay the price of admission just to see more Peggy Carter, <laughs> yeah. even if it's like thirty seconds on screen. Right. There you go. All right. Well, that's it for our episode. Yep. Um, so uh, let us know. You got more questions, comments, critiques. Yep. Back uh, at the old Big Planet Comics Facebook page. Come or into the store any of the other things. Fight with us about the Avengers Age. Yeah, yeah. Run. Yeah, I think now that we've all seen it, it's safe yeah. again. <laughs> all right, that's it for episode 138. See you later, guys. Bye. See ya.